0: Hello, hello. This is Marcela Alonso with Get Schooled. And today I have my good friend, Ali- Aliyah Janine. I was like, I'm like, so like, he's a really good friend of mine. I have all these I have two daughters with the A names, right? Oh, so
1: you got like your brother. Their
0: one is named Alina, Alyssa. And then, then I have, a, uh, then there's Alana and you're Alia. So I'm like all these a names. Yeah. <laughs> just adopt just... me. I could be one of your daughters. You have health insurance, mom. No, just kidding.
1: I do have health <laughs> like insurance. We're literally. I do too. We're literally the same age, I
0: think so. <laughs> I'm mad because I, the, I put three people and I think it's 700. And I'm like, damn, for that amount, I should be able to put more like,
1: <laughs> oh yeah, no, no. Just for me. Yeah. Mine, mine was 600 and then it went up to 700 and I'm like, that is, um, I just bought a car and I was debating. I'm like, do I have health insurance or car insurance? Which one do I choose? Luckily I can afford both, um, I just have to stop doing random shopping sprees on Amazon at four o'clock in the morning, and
0: um, you know we'll see. Oh, I know I know that feeling. That's all ADHD. I have um, I have a problem. Okay, my brain. (laughs) We all do neurodivergent.
1: My brain likes to do stuff differently. (laughs) Yeah, I, I wish that I wish that could be an excuse to a creditor. Be like, sorry, I have ADHD and I'm slightly autistic. My shopping habits are a product of my brain. Uh, this needs to go away. How awesome is that? Being?
0: Oh, if I see anything with Hello Kitty, I'm buying it. I used to love,
1: I mean, I still love Hello Kitty, but when I was a little girl, because we're around the same age, but I grew mm-hmm. up I grew up in Wisconsin, and um, they didn't have, like, we were always five, 10 years behind, it seems. Like with, with trends and stuff like that, and so when Hellie, Hello Kitty came around, I uh, I fell in love. I fell in love with Hello Kitty and Lisa Frank stuff. I loved that stuff. Um, it was so cool, but you could never find it anywhere. And if you did, it was so expensive. And my oh. and my great grandparents, they lived way way up north, Wisconsin Michigan border. And they have there. There are five and dime stores. Uh, this one was called Ben Franklin. I don't know if anyone remembers these types of stores, but you could buy fabric. You know, they had toys, lots of arts and crafts and stuff um, along those lines. And but they had out in the middle of fucking nowhere. They had this great <laughs> variety of Hello Kitty stuff. And I told my great great, I'm like, we need to buy all of this stuff. I was <laughs> out erasers, and she's. I'm so mad because my great-grandparents actually were fucking loaded, but they still lived like they were, because they grew up in the Depression. So Uh they always hid money. There was cans of silver dollars hidden all over the basement, like money hidden, in lots of money. Insane. They're millionaires, basically. She's like, we can't afford that. (laughs) That was so bad. I called my mom. I'm like, we got to go back and get the Hello Kitty stuff. Now you can. Oh, remember
0: the eraser smelled so good too? Oh my God, the strawberries, the fake strawberries, but strawberries nonetheless. (laughs) Yeah. So um, tell us about you. And you have a very unique story that I love because, Mm -hmm. you know, I love supporting anybody that transitions out of sex work. I just, I like it. I always, Yeah, I always I'm always like ready to go give them business because I personally know how hard it is because I've been in the business since I was 17 years old. Yeah, (laughs) for a long ass time. And I never had the opportunity to work a square civilian job like nobody gave me that chance. So you did a remarkable, Mm -hmm. uh, impressive transition and you won an AVN award.
1: I didn't win it. I was nominated.
0: Oh, you were nominated. Yeah, I'm I was so, nominated. so sorry. Nom- yeah. I, I, well, no, 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 no. I look at you <laughs> as a winner. <laughs> like-
1: Thank you. I mean, I should have won, to be honest. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> uh, that's all politics, obviously, though. Uh, yeah, I uh, well, I had a lot of regular jobs growing up. Uh, mm-hmm. Like, I have a degree in, in police science. I went to school to be a cop. Um, I was a nursing assistant. I was a CNA for a while when I was 18 uh that was like pretty much right outside of high school I did that then pop school and now I have a degree in psychology but um yeah I used to be an armored car driver I a private investigator I I did a lot of stuff before um before I got into porn I was a stripper I started dancing. The first time I ever started dancing or tried dancing, I was 18. I just turned 18. Maybe two weeks after my 18th birthday, we, I went to this club. It's called The Hillside in Milwaukee, Wisconsin. And um, it is a dump. <laughs> it is <laughs> it's in a very bad neighborhood. I'm pretty sure the neighborhood's probably still pretty shitty. Uh, but they had an amateur night where you can win $150 and a job there and I brought my girlfriend I had no idea what to wear okay and this is this is still the 90s by the way this is this is 1997 holy shit and um so I just brought you know like matching bra and panty sets I knew that I didn't have like stripper shoes you know I barely had I'm 5'11 when I was I never wore high heels so I had these big chunky kind of (laughs) <laughs> Sandals, they were so pathetic um get into the club and, and at this time uh we had to wear nylon we had to wear a thong and then we had to wear nylons and then we had to wear Ooh. shorts okay. nylons
0: on top of mm-hmm yeah oh, yeah yep.
1: at this particular club and I'll you'll figure out why as the story progresses mm-hmm. and then uh for our nipples because we had to have our have our we couldn't show our nipples um we had to put band-aids over our nipples. Mm-hmm. And, uh, and there was five other, five other women also auditioning with me. The bar is packed, um, bar is packed and the stage is kind of on the bar, you know, like the bar sits kind of around the stage. Mm-hmm. And um, so two girls go up and they're professional dancers swinging around the pole. I'm like, oh, I have No idea what the (laughs) I'm like, you know, I don't know. I'm like, oh god, I was a cheerleader, I did pom poms, I know how to dance, I know routines, I could do that kind of stuff at this particular time. So when I get up on stage, um, I want to say I'm maybe 30 seconds into the song, and then all of a sudden, um, four police officers come storming in and uh, they take. Most of the girls who were auditioning and a couple oh my of the girls gosh. work there, and arrested them for solicitation of prostitution. Uh, <laughs> while I'm on stage, my first time on stage ever. Oh and, wow! Uh, so me, like everyone else, is just watching what's going on. And then the bartender, because this is something apparently that happens regularly, he's like, "Hey, you got to dance," and I was like. Oh, okay, and I just swung around the pole, just watching. I'm like, maybe, maybe this profession isn't for me. Maybe you know, I made ten dollars, which was really nice. I did not win. Um, one of the only other girls who didn't get arrested won, and she should have won. She was very, very good. I was very proud of her. Um, and then I left, and then I didn't try. Um, I didn't go back to dancing until I was twenty, almost twenty-one. Uh, Because I was like, nope, that's not for me. That incident
0: with the the police scared you.
1: Well, I mean, they weren't after me. I (laughs) wasn't
0: just showing up. Right.
1: At all. Yeah. And then I went back uh, when I was 20. One of my girlfriends was like, oh, there's way better clubs, Aaliyah, that you could go to in (laughs) this city. I'm like, oh, there's more. I was not aware of this. Um, I was I was pretty uh, naive to some stuff uh when I was younger. You learn quick though. And uh yeah, so I tried out it's called it was called Arts Performing Center. Not to be confused with the Performing Arts Center, which is <laughs> down the block. And that is where they do ballet and stuff like that. And and I have, oh, I have the nutcracker. <laughs> it's <a different> <laughs> So many jokes have been said and told about that. Yeah, now I think Silk Exotic, uh, which is Mm -hmm. another club I used to work at. Yeah, and I worked there, and it was that club was a little weird uh, because they didn't have a DJ. They just had a jukebox where you had to pay, and you picked out your songs (laughs) that way. So there was no DJ. So there was, you know, how a jukebox takes maybe, and this is an older jukebox, so it takes about 30 seconds to a minute to get the cd and change it. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. In between, you know, at least when there's a dj, keep, you know, the music's there's no the transitions
0: to another one. That mm-hmm. awkward silence.
1: Yeah, yeah. So, um that's when I really started dancing. I was still um I was still waitressing at this bar as well. I was like, "Oh, this is way better." And uh that's actually where I met my best friend Stephanie. I want to say maybe the first week of me dancing and she taught me how to do pole tricks and and stuff like that we're still friends today today is her birthday actually happy birthday you old bitch um and then i uh, i wanted to do feature dancing Mm -hmm. i wanted to do feature dancing because i was like oh you get paid to go to the clubs Because as a house girl, you always have to pay. Like a lot of people- Yeah, walk in the door. There's a a fee because we're independent contractors. So we are renting the stage, basically is is a sum up of the law. And then you also have to tip the DJ. And then you have to tip the bouncers if you want to get champagne rooms. All of that stuff. I was like, that sounds dumb. I'm like, I could do what these girls do and get paid. And then they, you know, I don't have to do all that extra shit. Mm -hmm. So um, I started getting into that. Me and Stephanie were going to go on tour. And then I met, um, and then I met the man I almost married. <laughs> um, <laughs> uh, he didn't want me to dance. So I quit dancing, uh, went to school. That's when I got my degree in criminal justice. Uh, we, uh, he hit me and tried to throw me down a flight of stairs around through the three year mark of our relationship. So I left him, obviously, and uh, went back to dancing to pay for school. But then uh, I realized I didn't really want um, that that line of work wasn't really for me because mm-hmm. um, after going back, I was making more money uh, because I knew what I was doing and that, you know, I knew how to hustle guys and stuff like that. Although I was still I, w- I still am. I was always a horrible stripper when it came to like customer service, you know. <laughs> You're a phenomenal dancer. I'm a great dancer. But when mm-hmm. it came to having to talk to men, you know, because you learn a different side of men in, in those places, you, you yeah, know, very, very different side. And, and as a stripper, you're up close and personal Yeah, you're right there in their face. You know, you see the guy walk in with gray sweatpants or, or, you know, windbreakers with no underwear on. You're like, oh yeah, oh.
0: yeah, yeah. The famous sweatpants. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. I had a good knee for that. <laughs> oh, absolutely. Oh God.
1: I used to, I mean, I've broken at least two noses for sure <laughs> in, in strip clubs. Uh, one with, with my chest. I pound, cause he bit my fucking tit. So I took his oh and yeah. pounded it and yeah, right in my chest. Right? But, cause the now, clubs
0: I'm, you work at, were they
1: topless, nude or what were they? Um, I did both. I prefer topless though. Nude just seemed so dirty. You know, like I never, wanted, <laughs> like my, it's a sensitive area. Also, I thought it took away from the imagination. Yeah. A little bit like the art form. I also, I did burlesque dancing too. I really like burlesque dancing because they're, you know, I'm good with the routines and the outfits uh-huh. that go along with the songs, you know, that I'm so good at that. I love doing that. I still have all my stripper CDs. It's pathetic. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Some of the songs are great though. Um, and then it was around 2009. Um, I was at that time I was like twenty nine, I was almost thirty, and uh I really wanted to do feature dancing, but because of the internet and porn and all that stuff, Mm -hmm. needed um I needed more credits. Like I I was a good dancer and I put on a good show and you know, certain clubs would book me or whatever, but I didn't have any credits. And I needed Mm -hmm. modeling credits and I was like, All right, well that's gay. But um, one of my girlfriends, another uh dancer at this club, uh she started uh feature dancing. She's like, Oh, I work for the score group. hmm And uh down in Miami, they're great. And she's like, I did uh three solo masturbation scenes. It was fifteen, you know, they paid fifteen hundred dollars, they fly you out, they take care of you, blah, blah, blah. I was like, Okay, bet. I was like, let me let me try that. I'm like, you don't, I'm like, it's not with anybody else, right? I was, um, I was very anti like full on sex work at that time. I was like, I could never do that. You know, although I wanted to, I thought about it. I was like, why is it so bad? Maybe it's because I was raised Catholic or just the Mm -hmm. way, you know, society shamed them. I'm like, I don't want to, you know, Uh, it had that kind of almost conservative kind of mentality. Um, but then I, I went down to Florida to shoot the scenes, the masturbation scenes, and uh, they were all right. They were fun. You know, they, um, they did my makeup. They didn't like my forehead. So they put a wig on me and had bangs, which is understandable. That's why I had bangs for 10 years throughout porn and stuff. I just, I'm like, my forehead's horrible. Apparently. <clears throat> it's because I didn't, I didn't know what Botox was. Now I know what Botox is. Oh uh, um, yeah. I have literally no makeup on right now. Um. And they really—they were making this movie called *Mamazon*. Uh-huh. And, uh, it was about a, a, a tribe of women who live out in the middle of the Amazon, and they have this magic stone that makes all their boobs bigger. And uh, and then these uh, explorers want to come and, and take this rock so everyone can have big boobs. It's kind of, you know, typical. <laughs> Actually, it was it was a decent script. It was a fun movie. It should have won an award. Uh... <laughs> but uh they really wanted me for this particular movie and I was like oh I don't I'm like I can't actually do like a movie movie I'm like this is enough like I because I talked to my I told my parents you know that I was gonna <laughs> do this thing I'm like well this dancing is what I want to do and I need some credit so I'm gonna do this thing and they were like oh,
0: okay <laughs>
1: <laughs> <laughs> they were surprised they were definitely surprised. Um, but also not surprised um, that they, they, they weren't surprised because of um, who they are as people, you know, who my father is and, and my uncle. And then um, I think more, my mom was, was definitely more surprised. My parent, my dad was probably like, yeah, no, that makes sense. Where my mom was like, oh, I can't believe is this is my fault. <laughs> <Kind of laughs> like, yes, actually, actually, yes. Uh, <laughs> Um, and I was living down in Florida at the time. I um, I had just moved down. I was staying with my uncle, so I talked to him about actually making a porno. He's like, he's like, just one, and I'm like, yeah. And they're gonna like, I negotiated a price. He's like, well, I mean, you've done. He's like, you've done dumber shit. <laughs>
0: <laughs> this is your uncle. Well, wow.
1: yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, well, this is a man, um, you know, who was a member of um of a particular uh biker club oh a okay role in this club he's been on the fbi's most wanted list so i got you so he has you know he has opinions yeah <laughs> but also like, like it's not the dumbest thing which is true uh porn is honestly not the dumbest thing i've ever done um according to some i don't think doing porn was some um and so I, I did it. I, I was like, okay, I'll just make this one movie. And then because I was thinking more about the dancing, I'm like, oh, this would really help with the dancing. Mm-hmm. That was really my goal because I, I really, really liked dancing. And um, and then after making that movie, I fell in love with it. I was like, oh, this is fun, you know. But I also like I ended up on like a really nice porn set. This is when porn still had enough money to you know have craft services have multiple artists in between you know this was also you know a score group is a little bit different um than a lot of the other ones where um you know where you have to go and like do your own makeup like naughty america or something like that or you know with certain directors because they're always trying to cut costs because no one pays for the porn oh yeah no so i really i really got into it and um and then, uh, I, I was, I was dancing a little bit, but then, um, I have bad knees.
0: <laughs>
1: Shocking. Um, I had, I injured my knees pretty bad. I, I used to play volleyball in school. I was a mm-hmm. volleyball player and then cheerleading and stuff like that. And, you know, the dance groups and stuff. Yeah. I really fucked up my knees. I would get water in my knee and he's like I would get a drain he's like you know if you keep dancing we're going to have to continue to do this he's like I could teach you how to do it. I was like yo that's hot uh. i'm like no i'm like maybe i'm just going to stop dancing i could just do porn i'm on my knees a little bit you know <laughs>
0: <laughs> like
1: that's a substantial amount less of on um, my knees so um so yeah so then i just uh did porn uh for a solid 4 years i did porn huh. for a solid 4 years and then um and then i was getting kind of bored with it um people weren't paying for their porn uh that was a big factor people not paying for their porn and then having so many opinions about um about porn or about my body or about how i look um and just just so much Some negativity, but also just like some men and are just really sad, you know, they're literally just controlled by their dicks, yeah. And um, yeah, and obviously, I made a lot, but I just to be able, even when I was a performer, it was hard for me to cater to that fan base, which is probably why I had a very neat, I have a very niche fan base um because I I can't deal with it. I'm like see a fucking therapist I'm like you need your dick cut off like some <laughs> of you, I'm not even kidding some of you just need your dicks cut off
0: no you were a niche because of you were so tall five foot 11, um um well d-
1: well just how I interact with fans but yeah because I am really tall and skinny and my boobs are real you know I have mm-hmm. um, at the time they were they're still around the same. They always fluctuate between thirty-four double F, thirty-four triple F. Oh,
0: what? Wow, you're an F. I'm an E.
1: Yeah, yeah. It's it's about the same. It oh, depends, okay. Depending on um where you get your bras.
0: From. <laughs> oh, you- now it's been impossible to get my bras. It's this has been. I'm going to eventually get the surgery just to downsize them so I could be a normal double D.
1: Yeah, Japan, um, look at some Japan and um, surprisingly England. England, they have have really, really cute bras and they make them really, really big. Like really nice, like expensive. Like I have some really nice stuff. There used to be, it's gone now, but there used to be this really cute uh, little lingerie shop um, in Soho. It was a Japanese, um, oh, I'll have got, to ch- and, and that's where I got a bunch of super, super cute, really like you can't wear them out because you know, it's more lingerie, but they're so cute. I was like, oh my God, they're cute bras and they're my size. Cause other, you know, you try to go into, I hate fucking Victoria's secrets. So I'm like, fuck you. little. Oh Secret. yeah. They
0: Victoria's secrets. I can't even go to anymore.
1: Yeah. Well now they have like plus size models, which is great. But what about plus size titty? Victoria yeah. Secrets.
0: Yeah. <laughs> I do. Size titties? Yeah. It's that's what I, they, I go, they, they, uh, big titty shame on us. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Like, I used to be able
1: to, like, in high school, I was a Victoria, I loved Victoria's Secret. And then, yeah. And then outside. So, um, uh, porn. Um, yeah. So I, I quit. Uh, <laughs> basically, I just, I did like a, what are they calling it now? A quiet quit? Like I didn't make an announcement that I retired. I was just like, I'm just gonna not perform. You're over it. Just over. Yeah, it. I was just, I was over it. Um, I was coming to New York a lot. I was getting into, you know, doing background work, um, and and I was thinking about like moving to New York. I'm like, oh, I want to move to New York, and I'm like, I want to do comedy, and I want to, you know, try out for Broadway plays, and and I want to do all this other stuff. I was doing makeup. Um, I oh touch that um I, was, <laughs> um I was doing makeup and stuff like that uh uh-huh. I was doing a bunch of stuff and I'm I'm like I don't have to do this anymore um because it, it wasn't fun like basically right. it wasn't fun uh people were annoying and gross I was like ugh. I mean you see how I respond to dudes now like I yeah have, I haven't changed <laughs> I <laughs> I'm like you need help um I'll, like thank you like some you know like some people are nice or whatever but yeah due to only comments on women's looks i'm like i am not the one i don't care what i look like look at i barely i just got back from the gym i look like crap <laughs> <laughs> but at least i'm fit um i'm so fit uh so yeah so i had retired uh retired and um how was
0: that transition though like cuz i know that point where you're just sick of it like people don't Yeah. Understand- like yes. all these newbie sex workers are like I see came in during the pandemic. Oh They're the, like, the Dollar Tree whores? I, they well, all... I call them the pandemic warriors too.
1: The pandemic, yeah. Well, I mean I yeah, I know a bunch of people who started OnlyFans over the quarantine. Yeah, I call them Dollar Tree whores. Dollar Tree. <laughs>
0: um, but I know that feeling of that that like you're just tired of it. I Even though I love dancing the most, it was a Mm -hmm. point where I was like, I moved around different strip clubs just to get this different scenery. Like I remember just doing that, not because I was sick of dancing, but if I have to watch you know, Susie who plays the same song, and yeah, the same <laughs> See the same regular, her same regulars. The daily tips like one dollar here, yeah, and, there, and I go to the same but they'll buy you a bunch of drinks. It's like, oh yeah, oh. yeah, those regulars—they won't get the dance, but they'll buy a drink. That yeah, I had. It's like I'm just here for the um. I'm just here to talk to the bartender. No, the fuck you're
1: not. No, you're not.
0: But you do get you do get to a point when you do sex work and people don't understand that where it's like you're done. And then, you know, what else I don't like is when people stigmatize you so badly, because I'll never forget a friend of mine. He's still my friend to this day. um, He he lived with me. But back then we were young and he Mm -hmm. told everybody I was a stripper. Uh, And that's the most annoying thing ever, because everybody is like, they come to you and it's like, can you talk to me about something else in life? Like, mm-hmm.
1: yeah, it's, it's like the why you have all the go to a fucking strip club if you want to know what a strip club is like. And, I feel and then like-
0: when guys are like, well, tell me what turns you on. I love it when I go on podcasts and they say that. And I'm like, well, I'm a little sadistic, actually. <laughs> I like flicking balls and, you know, <laughs> and, and they're always I've gotten some people like kind of mad um, because I'm like, they don't get it that I'm a different, you know, d- you're, a, you're a human being. And yeah.
1: uh, well, so many people and I think it's definitely a cultural thing where people associate who they, because we live in a capitalist country, people yeah. associate who they are with the job that they do. They're not they're not separate from their jobs. Right. Does that make sense? So it's oh, like, yeah, yeah. so it's like for me, when I go back home to Wisconsin, people are very confused about what I do because first, you know, they, they know me. Mm. I've had so many jobs there and so many, you know, big things like stripper and then cop and then stripper cop and then porn star and then now comedian, actress. It's like, yo, they get you. They're like, what the fuck do you do? One, I have a good time. That, I have a good time I like to try new things if I like it I'll do it for a while and if I don't like it I won't do it I worked at a paper plate factory one summer it was a horrible job um but I also kind of liked it because I like some of the people I worked with it was a weird place you know it was a factory where they had fucking they had a fucking like foghorn siren type thing for when it was lunchtime and when it was your break time I'm (laughs) like look at me being a blue collar worker I just try shit porn was just something that I tried, Uh, (laughs) tried it for a while. I was like, okay, I don't like this anymore. Um, My mother used to say it's because I don't finish things I start. It turns out I just have ADHD. Um, But also, obviously, I don't finish when I start. Uh, Comedy has been my longest job Uh, that, yeah, it's been eight years for this. The transition, though, it was, um, it was, I guess it was easy. I never really thought about it too much. I was like, "Oh, I'm just mm-hmm. gonna go do this now because comedy and and um, and porn and stuff they're they have similar people with similar backgrounds. Um, like we're both equally fucked up. We just chose different routes. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I mean? Some people right. write. Some people do comedy because there's a lot. Like I know more fucked up comedians than I do. Um, like, porn stars, um, uh, <clears throat> which is, which is very, Fucked yeah, yeah, or, you know, that, that had rougher childhoods, you know, had, mm-hmm. you know, been sexually abused more type of thing, where, um, where, yeah, I know a lot of porn stars who had very normal upbringings. so it's just like, yeah, I just wanted to suck dick, I like it, I thought it was fun, and you get money, and it is, it's true, like, it is, um, it's not, it's a very emotionally draining job, but it, yes. it is, it is a job. It's, it's a necessity. Men clearly need it. Yeah. Uh, you know what I mean? Uh, women, you know, sex is a part, it's like breathing. It's like eating. It's like drinking. You know, you have to go to the doctor. You need to have an and, orgasm. Yeah.
0: Guys need to, <laughs> like, I call it, they need a bus to bust a nut and go and go about yeah. their day. Yeah. I mean, how often you feel so much better after you do all the happy
1: chemicals. I mean, men will literally get cancer. And I uh, feel like, yeah, that's they true. Don't, they don't
0: bust in because I studied tantra mm-hmm. and it was, and that was one of the things that I couldn't believe. it. I go, Oh my gosh. So we can't oppress men, but I feel there's a need for strip clubs. Um, I do I, feel like there's, and for and tuck places
1: yeah rub and tuck places, I think I think those are um I think that the ladies should obviously get paid more yeah.
0: um
1: but yeah, like you're getting a massage because your body needs a uh, you know your body and they needs- miss that
0: human touch they miss that human touch
1: we need to have human contact or survive, unfortunately. Yep. I figured that out the hard <laughs> way. Like, yeah. oh, I do need people god, damn it.
0: Uh, yeah, no, I I get, yeah, I, you know what's weird what people don't expect from sex workers is um I've noticed this too with a lot of porn stars. They think we're out in the club but we're the most like um I've never been a porn star, but I've been in the game long enough that I've noticed we just love being home sometimes. Oh, I'm,
1: I've always been a homebody. Oh,
0: like I know so many people, whether they were strippers, whether they were porn stars or whatever, like they are at home. They're like the the Betty Crocker, like they're better than when the civilians like. Mm
1: -hmm. Yeah, no, I, I always say I'm like, I'm like a 1950s housewife trapped in a whore's body.
0: (laughs) Trapped in a whore's body, I love that.
1: I bet. Yeah. That's a, it's a good joke. Yeah, no, I, well, I think like we worked so hard to build a nice home, you know, because we probably didn't a lot of us and not all of us, but some of us didn't have stable homes or some of us, you know, our homes were like very religious and controlling and, mm-hmm. you know, so they want, you know, to go and do their own thing. It's nice. Um, It's nice to build your own space and it's yeah. nice and yeah. like stay there.
0: Now, when you, um, when you got into comedy, like in the very beginning, when you Mm -hmm. left, did you feel like anything like, like I had, I remember, um, I, I remember I, I left a strip club and I worked like a job, for instance, and a friend of mine called me and she's like, you know, I made 1300 today. I'll never forget this. And I was like, cause I was working on my next career move. Right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And did you get any of that or was it, or did you get any, uh, like, uh, or no, I mean, well, when pulling you in or no, Nothing pulling no you back
1: in? when I quit dancing, um, mm-hmm. I had some dreams about dancing. Like I still think about going back like just one time and be like, I could just da- like come up with like, you know, like for a charity or something like that before my tits are down to my ankles. <laughs> um, oh yeah, constantly. Uh, porn, um, I-, I thought about a couple of times that like I had an OnlyFans uh, for a while. I'm like, oh, extra cash. It was like me in the shower, you know, master- it was like solo stuff. So I was like, oh, this isn't, I'm like, you can make so much extra money. And then someone told me that they were fucking stealing it and put it on Reddit. So I just fucking, I'm like, nope, that's over too. (laughs) I'm like, you guys get fucking nothing now. Uh Um, I don't care if I'm missing out on the money. Uh, You guys get fuck off. Uh, And then, yeah, I thought about like making like one movie. I'm like, I bet I could go back and make like a solid hundred grand, you know, just go back, make some quick money. But I'm like, ugh. The amount of work it took. I mean, I still get fans every day, obviously, you know, because mm-hmm. what post on the internet stays on the internet forever. Um, but I just feel that uh, doing another movie would um, bring in a whole new slew of fans that I would have to teach how to speak to me. <laughs> <I
0: don't laughs> you sound uh, like a job underneath. <laughs> You've got more of a job mentality. I'm going to have to teach you how to talk
1: to how, you. Oh, I tell people all the time on Twitter. Some dude fucking, and I fucking, I'll repost it. Be like, Pay attention. Use some deductive reasoning skills. Look at how people speak to me yeah. and how I respond. Do you want me to respond to you that way? Probably not. Then probably don't say something fucking stupid. I have my, one of the things that I hate the most, and I, I fucking, I got two of them last week and it, oh especially two in a row I was like ah, no ah. when when dudes tell me I used to watch you all the time when I was a kid why would you think me as a grown woman <laughs> doing pornography would want to hear about a child illegally watching playing with his dick and watching porn why do you think I would want to know that why uh, basically you're telling me oh your parents didn't pay attention to you enough either and so you're watching porn when you were eight you've known me since you were eight years old oh that's disturbing you know what I'm yeah I'm like it's so
0: and they I've heard 15 or 16
1: like that. Yeah. Like, I mean, now, you know, that's, that's just the way the world is before, you know, they had fucking magazines, you know, that they would steal 15, 16. That's a normal, healthy age, because that's when you're going through puberty, your bodies. When you're fucking telling me that you were eight, you're watching me when you were eight years old, go fuck it. Even as a teenager though, I'm like, I don't want to hear that. Mm -hmm. That is not, that actually really creeps me out. That's disturbing because In the real world, I could go to jail for (laughs) pedophilia, or you know what I mean, or what the fuck ever. I don't know, but it's not good. It's not good. It's fucking it disturbs me so much. It makes me so fucking uncomfortable. I'm like, why do you think I would want to hear that? One, I don't care what you do with your dick. I never cared what people do with their dicks, but men are so, let me tell you what I did with my dick today instead of going to <laughs> a fucking therapist. Go oh, to the therapist. or now
0: they love to show their, send their dicks and... um. Oh, yeah, well, that's it. They'll just show their dick. They'll be
1: on Twitter and they'll have like, you know, John nine three six five two. And then, you know, no actual pictures, just a picture of his dick. And all he's doing is just posting picture pictures of his dick and fucking tweeting women. That's actually, they can't do that anymore. You can't just tweet someone naked pictures of, like, of you or of anyone to somebody else. Like, it, because it's so violent. It's like, you know, like the peepers with the fucking jackets I'd be like this. Yeah. Like, now they have the internet where they could do, they could show their dicks to anyone at any time. And it... Needs disturbing
0: uh, it's insane. yeah it's crazy. yeah there's a there's a there, there's a way of doing it Ooh. so now now I have to bring up um you've kind of incor you've because you have one tonight uh mm-hmm. your comedy show which yeah. very much I have to say kind of reminds me it, in a little bit in a positive way of uh porn star karaoke remember I love porn star karaoke. That's yeah, how your comedy Power show. Bay. Yeah, I remember how that used to be? Every um, I had a bachelor party service, and I used to interview girls always there.
1: Mm-hmm. Um, remember, Wasn't so- it on like Tuesdays or Wednesdays or? Yeah, it was on Tuesday. Like yeah, I lived. Um, yeah, I lived like 15 minutes from there. Um, <laughs> I would go there all the time. I never sang. Um, yeah, no, that was it. Was a good hang. Yeah, it's um. It's fun. It was the first show I wanted I wanted to incorporate because there was like other sex worker, you know, porn star comedians. I'm like, oh, cool, you know, let's start a show. Most of them um don't do comedy anymore, surprisingly, or don't really. Like there's I always say there's porn stars that do comedy and then there's comedians who used to do porn. <laughs> if that if that makes sense to anybody they, did, they
0: um, couldn't hang and laugh well it, it, it's it's like
1: the porn star djs you know mm. it, it, it's like everyone's trying to find like their own little niche you know like because a lot of them it is hard to get out it's like oh what i'm what am i going to do a lot of um i know a lot of women uh went into real estate or fucking killing it in real estate right now mm-hmm. um there are some um you know popular DJs can they beat match I don't know um yeah but they they definitely try to like go off they see you know because I was nominated for um it was a crossover or mainstream star of the year it's for someone who uh, was in porn and then got like you know big in in the mainstream in the civilian world um Warren they're like, oh, so then all of a sudden there was this slew of porn star, you know, comedians. And then um, yeah, none of them fucking do it anymore. Uh one girl fucking I don't even care, I'll say it. Uh one girl, <laughs> one girl, I actually I got her and um hooked her up in the article that was supposed to be featured on me uh for the LA Times. Um and she was featured in for doing no why she was doing standups because she was fucking a comedian uh for six years and now they're not dating anymore or fucking, I should say. Oh, and uh, um, now she now uh, she hasn't done comedy in that entire time. Oh weird. Um yeah, so it's uh it is funny. I do incorporate, uh obviously you've been on on the show. I do yes. incorporate sex workers, porn stars, um you know, uh, we'll play fun games. Uh, I used to have the other place that I had it. I used to have a screen where I would show, you know, I have pictures that coincide with, with different games and stuff, uh, which was, which was super fun, but, um, but oh, we don't have a screen uh, at, at the, the stand at the, <laughs> at, at the stand downstairs. In the upstairs room, they do, but not not in the main show room where this show uh, where this show is. So, um, so we've been getting creative. So, uh, tonight, this is uh, it's the second Saturday of the month um, at the stand at midnight tonight. I have whatever Amy and we're going to be doing. Um, we're going to be reading some of her creepy crazy dms and we're going to respond to them uh we're going to have audience participation um and mm-hmm. responding to some of these dms and see uh, and see what we could come up with uh <laughs> so that should be pretty fun but yeah other than
0: that it, it's stand-up you
1: know i sometimes right. we have giveaways and stuff no like it's that. a
0: good it's a good um thing that i like that you i'm upset because tomorrow i gotta fly out at 7 a.m yeah. to la so i won't be going tonight but i just think it's a great um way you've, you've given, uh, what's the proper word? Cause I don't, I need a disorder. A, <laughs> a <desaurus>. the- <laughs> I can't even say that word. I can't even say, right. Uh, it's a nice, uh, You're you're not abandoning what you used to be. Like I have a friend that she's on my oh that that shames or like yeah you're not I like the way you're you you're still like you don't forget who you are and that's how I am. I have a friend that I strip with for a long time and Mm -hmm. she always talks about like because now she's an airline stewardess and she's holier than well she's not she doesn't act too holy but. She's very ashamed of her past. I'm not ashamed because I was no. able to accomplish a lot. Like I was able to accomplish like um,
1: doing porn and even dancing. Like when I learned, I learned a whole lot. I learned so much human behavior. I learned more mm-hmm. about human behavior uh, being a stripper than I did in fucking college with my fucking psych Yeah, degree. no, I feel like stripping is the one
0: form of sex work where you just learn everything. You're it's, a naked therapist. That's literally what strippers are. You learn how mm-hmm. to talk to people. You learn how to interact with people. You mm-hmm. learn how to work with other people because me and a friend of, um, another girl I'm going to have on this podcast too. She was saying, man, these escorts are so weird. Um, but as a stripper, well, I've worked with as many as 200 women at mm-hmm. once oh yeah I used to work you in learn Vegas. to work with other yeah. people yeah <laughs>
1: like you learn oh I think um I think Lynette actually because I was working on a joke and someone's like you gotta listen to this bit so I stopped it where um being in sex work you know it's customer service you know mm-hmm. there is an HR department you know I was comparing all these two but um Lynette the comedian um she has a brilliant fucking I'm like yep no nope, that's the joke I was thinking of She good at <laughs> that good to go that's the thing about comedy uh, <laughs> great minds think alike um uh, yeah I don't um I'm not ashamed of it at all I'm definitely you know if anything I probably be more ashamed about working at a Cracker Barrel for a day.
0: <laughs> it works. was a
1: whole day. I mean, it actually wasn't even a whole day. I didn't even last a whole day at a Cracker Or a Perkins. I didn't last at Perkins either. Um, These places are not for me. Uh, so what yeah. does
0: the future now hold for you before we uh, finish up over here? What um, are your plans? Because you did say you're going to be touring. And what, yeah. what do you have? Um.
1: Uh, well, my main goal and my life goal has always been to win the lottery and not have to do a fucking thing. Um, <laughs> I have my lottery ticket somewhere. Or it? It's up to four hundred million. People think I'm fucking around. I'm gonna win the fucking lottery and people- <laughs> like, oh shit, I'm the lottery! I'm like yeah, here it is. Here it is. I yeah, got my fucking to do for yep for saturday october 8th powerball baby don't look at my numbers but um, (laughs) (laughs) no um yeah i am i'm gonna be um i fucking bought a car in new york city (laughs) oh god it's crazy and i realized i'm like oh i live close to i live only a couple blocks away from probably one of the only i think there's five gas stations in manhattan wow (laughs) oh my (laughs) god. Yeah, there's not a lot of gas stations in Manhattan. So um, I lucked out with that. I also have a garage with my building. Um, Yeah, I'm going to be going on tour. I want, um, I'm going to put it out there. I want to record my first album um, on February 13th, 2023, which will mark my 10-year anniversary from um, porn. So uh, that, yeah, I'm going to do my first comedy album. On that day, record it then. I think that will be fun. But yeah, uh, so before then, I'm going to be going on tour a bunch. Uh, so you can look for me going down to Florida and then up around, probably New Orleans, Austin, um, and then through the Midwest. Well, I'll probably hit Vegas and California and then Midwest, and then be back to to do that. So that's um. That's uh, a future plan. Uh, my plan right now is to take a shower because I'm disgusting. <laughs>
0: can't where, can it, fun <laughs> where can everybody find you at your Instagram and your website in case they want to see you or they're listening and they want to follow you. You guys
1: want to follow this? Uh, no. uh, they want to come gonna... <laughs> see your comedy
0: show. Like I'm <laughs>
1: Yes, yeah, come to one of my shows uh you can check out my website aliajanine.com. i i had a merch store um it will be back up i have some pretty cool stuff uh you can find my podcast how to do drugs uh that's all over the place follow me on instagram aliyah.janine uh, twitter the aliyah janine facebook um Aliyah Janine. I'm on Snapchat. I have a Snapchat, but I'm not on it. Um <laughs> ever. So if someone if you're following someone who says they're me on Snapchat, it's not. Uh because <laughs> I don't do that and I don't
0: do that anymore.
1: Uh yeah, and my schedule and links to everything is on
0: my website, aliajanine.com. All right. Well, thank you so much for coming on today. Yes, thanks for having me. And uh we- Have a nice show tonight. That I'll be unfortunately missing. Uh, Well,
1: there's always next month,
0: right? Okay, (laughs) thank
1: you. Bye. Bye.